Welcome to the Cannabis Equipment News Podcast. Hi, I'm David Manti, and welcome to a new episode of the Cannabis Equipment News Podcast. With me today are Mikhail Segal and Gary Arnold, co-founders of TSR Grow. Thank you very much for joining me today, guys. Thanks a lot, David. Pleasure to have us. All right, before we get started, please make sure to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. You can also help us out a lot by leaving the podcast a positive review. Finally, if you want to reach the podcast, you can reach me at david at cannabisequipmentnews.com. I'd like to start with you, Mikhail. Tell me a little bit about yourself. How did you find yourself doing lighting in the cannabis industry? Well, it's a little bit of a, it's a, it's an, it's a good story. Uh, um, and it's taken, you know, a few twists and turns, but really um, my background's in uh, thermal and mechanical and, you know, product design engineering. And uh, I, I, I started the company 13 years ago specifically to get into LED lighting um, when LED LEDs were really just beginning to be commercialized and used successfully in different product spaces. And it was obvious that the, uh, the use of the technology in LEDs was, was force fit and um, unchallenged. And I felt that I had a, a little bit to contribute to that space in the success of it. So really started the company to get into LED lighting, product design and development. And um, from there, uh, you know, Gary uh, joined uh, about a, a year later. Um, I mean, we'd, we'd been working together even before that and had been talking about the LED space and wanting to get into it. And, you know, we really, uh, from that, you know, from the beginning of working together 12, 13 years ago, we, we focused on developing solutions that were really the gold standard in the industry and focused on designs, um, product developments, uh, and uh, initially licensing designs and um, the reception of what we were doing and some of the IP that we developed in the product designs led to us uh, to get into manufacturing in 2013. So from 2013, um, you know, for about three years, we were in commercial product and in the commercial industry, uh, ODM um, manufacturing, not as our own brand. And it led us to develop our whole supply chain. We know all the LED manufacturers. We understand thermal design and all of the really nuances that go into products like uh, horticultural lighting and, and, um, and really difficult spaces and, you know, challenging environments. And uh, in that space, we, we began working with RPI, Red Solier Polytechnic Institute, and some of their plant scientists. And we're, um, you know, we're, we're kind of uh, started be- becoming aware of the horticulture space and decided around uh, 2016 to launch TSR Grow, uh, bringing our knowledge base of uh, advanced LED lighting solutions um, and, say, you know, realizing that we really um, believe that we had the, the forward thinking solution for the horticulture space. Um, and worked with um, you know Bob Karlacek at RPI and Tessa Pocock and some of the others there to really develop products and spectrums and other other things and um, you know here we are today uh, a leader in advanced uh, horticulture lighting solutions with our total grow solution and uh, really delivering the the future of what we believe is uh, uh, horticulture lighting and software and 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 solutions for the industry and and it's just been it's been a great, um, great ride, a great adventure. And, um, you know, we're proud to be here uh, talking to you and sharing with you what, what we believe is, is the right way to go about um, developing and using solutions in this space. Gary, how about yourself? Has it always been lighting throughout the career? 
Uh, I haven't. Uh, no, actually, uh, I've been in everything but lighting. Uh, it's basically, uh, I come from a consulting and uh, computer background. Mm. So I've had other companies that were in software and, and development and manufacturing, primarily in the uh, food, pharmaceutical, and uh, some petrochem applications. But that pharmaceutical connection, I didn't realize it's going to show up later on. And basically, you know, as, as we started developing things into the, you know, into the different industries that you started getting into the, the food-based or uh, looking at the plant-based products like cannabis, there's a lot of things that are coming that, uh, that we see, you know, through a, a pharma eye view. And, uh, and it's, a, it's a wholly different, um, uh, it's a wholly different scape that's going on right now. I think a lot of people in this business undervalue uh, regulations, for an example, and regulations are there to protect everyone, including the people who obviously are consuming the products. And uh, in order to get that, we'll call it validated uh, product out there consistently all the time, it's going to be an awful lot of different uh, technology going to be added to this industry. So that really fit well with uh, my background and uh, my experiences. So Mikhail and I, as we started out, you know, we looked at uh, the lighting from our core understanding of thermals and stuff like that, and then packaging, electronics, and optics, some of the you know, basic things for fixtures, and then looking at the spectrums and how the spectrums would affect the plants, different plants now. And we also do some things that, that are outside of cannabis uh, in uh, you know, food crops and leafy, you know, leafy greens and stuff. But uh, in the cannabis side, we, we started looking at that, obviously, because there's a huge investment going on. There's a huge wave of um, activity. And there's just a, a, a big glaring gap of knowledge out there. I mean, there's, there's so many people doing things that have come from their, uh, their basement or their garage, and they're going into a commercial cultivation, and they don't really understand what they don't know. Or we like to say you don't know if you don't know it. I mean, so you don't know what to expand. So our job is really to help educate people before they make moves and uh, help them hopefully get a a better a guide on what they should be doing to primarily just to be successful. And this is a business where you can spend a lot of money and not be successful. You can make a lot of mistakes real quick. And it's just good discipline in terms of the cultivation practices, you know, that whether it be feeding or, you know, the environmental control, the lighting, you know, all the elements that go into a grow chamber, they are very important and that nothing can be overlooked. Uh, and even the cleanliness and the, uh, you know, IPM, you know, schedules and all that are very, you know, very critical. We think that in the GMP side of it, which is what we look at with a lot of people, we'll talk to people about GMP. Why is it important? Where's this industry going? And, uh, and if you're not preparing for that now, then you're going to be left behind. We, we are not afraid to say that to people, but we truly believe that is that it's a, it's a very costly investment to get involved in it. But it's even more costly to operate it if you not, you know, not put yourself self together properly. And what we mean by that is having a, a solid plan that looks at a competitive landscape and a marketing landscape for different products, different brands, and how are you going to perfect those? And then how are you going to manage the consistency that's going to be required to get that brand difference that you want to be out there with? And we have harnessed a lot of those, we'll call it variables in our technology. And one of the things you'll hear as we go through this further is that 
We engineer, design, and manufacture LED lighting, but we don't sell lighting. We sell a total growth solution, which is the way in which we look at a grower in terms of their business plan. What are they going to produce? How are they going to produce it? What are their goals? And are they grounded properly in terms of being able to meet those goals? And can we help them? And obviously, we can help them just about everybody. But it really is looking at we're not selling anything. We're really trying to find out what the MO is of that particular group of people that we're talking to. What is their makeup? What is their experience? What are their expectations? What are their knowledge in this industry? And what are they lacking? And then from that, you know, we, we have to be very open. We talk just as we're talking right now is that it's a frank discussion about working together. Now, one thing that Mikhail and I have done is we've built a strong people team. In other words, our people, all of us think the same way. When we go in and talk to a customer, it's like shaking a, you know, shaking a hand of a relative or giving them a hug and say, you know, let's get down and, and, and see what we have to do together. And let's work through this together and come out at the end after all that hard work, all smiling. We've got a good, a good you know, reference for each other. And one thing that McConnell and I are very proud about is all of our installations, all of our customers are 100% referenceable. Now, you can't really say that with too many businesses and companies, but that is our delivered goal, is to turn that customer into a reference. So typically what happens when we engage with a customer, we're talking about specific things that they need from us and we're going to provide them with, but we're right up front with some guys, you're going to get more because we have to do everything that we can do to help you succeed. And your success, we've, you know, I'll have to say it the same way, it's gonna be our success. So we get customers that do a lot of the discussions for us and we'll share some of that information on our website. We'll provide you with some information if you wanna share it to your, you know, to your vendors or customer bases. They're all stories from customers that are just glad that we've been involved in the process. And a lot of it's the knowledge, a lot of it's the process, a lot of it's the, the help along the way. And we like to say it's never a straight line. It's all kinds of the things that you're going to learn as you're going through it. So from a consultant side, that's the way we look at it. And that's obviously where I come from. And, and I've always been you know, very adamant that we have to really take care of our customers first. And I think we've been very successful at that. So I appreciate the opportunity to speak to you and, um, and your audience. And we look forward to further discussion. Mikhail, what was it like going from a product engineering background and jumping into manufacturing? Well, I think they're very, um, um, you can't really be a successful um, product. You can't have a successful product if you don't understand the manufacturing of that product. And, you know, the two are really interwoven together. And a part of it is understanding design for manufacturing, uh, understanding um, customers' requirements and needs, understanding the technology you're working with, and really understanding all of the pieces that come together, materials, um, you know, solutions, uh, looking ahead to where, you know, where the industries are going. So you're developing products that can be, that can evolve and, uh, and develop and be, uh, really be future-proof. Um, and so we've taken, taken a lot of that in, um, I think, um, that's just been, that's just been integral, you know, one leads to the other and it's, it's really a full circle of, of knowing all of those together. But it's one thing to design for manufacture and it's another when, you know, you're like life savings is on the line. 
Well, we, um, you know, we're confident in what we do. And um, we, you know, in starting the company 13 years ago, it was, um, we knew where we were going. And uh, I, I knew, you know, this was a space we were going to participate in and succeed in. And um, for that reason, we've been in, in business, frankly, um, longer than almost any horticulture lighting or product company that's been that's out there. And we've been in this space and have a, a, a knowledge base and a history in, in not only in LED lighting, but in solutions and products that um, gives us a really a, a, a phenomenal foundation to say that, yeah, we're going to, we stand behind our products. We've developed them now, and we've been in manufacturing and product development and design for 13 years. And we're going to be here for the future when, you know, when you need us again, and as the products evolve. And and so we've continuously, and, and at the same time, part of that success is being able to see where the industries are going and evolve and develop new products that meet the ever-changing landscape. And, um, you know, part of that is uh, why we've also, uh, you know, been very um, fundamental in our product design is to develop a digital platform, a product, a hardware product that really is a, a digital platform upon which we have also uh, a significant amount of software solutions that enable that product to really um, to, do, to really go beyond just lighting and really go into the future of horticulture and, and, uh, and, and um, you know, controlled environment agriculture. In terms of peace of mind for a client, the fact that you've been around for so long has to be quite uh, a sales pitch for them. You know, just you talk about some of these other clients or these other companies that have come and gone. Um, we've heard a lot about that in this industry where, you know, people have products installed in their facility and the manufacturer just isn't there anymore. Have you run into that quite a bit in terms well, of? Well, actually, I'll, I'll say this is obviously there's a lot of you know, companies that want to get in because they see a big glaring opportunity, but they don't know what the the total effort's going to be to work with the customers that, that, that are filling that opportunity. I think that's one of the things that, that we understand very well because we actually go out to their facilities and work with them when they're putting up their, uh, their grow rooms or something like that, where they're, when they finish them off, when they install different parts of it, we're there. So we really understand what they're doing and we can talk to them in their language when they need that that counseling, that help, that consulting, something like that. And that's been a bond that you, you have to develop. You have to have a, a different fortitude and attitude. And I think that's one thing that, um, that we brought to the, you know, we brought to the industry, you know, 13 years is a long time in some people's minds. And um, I don't look at it as that long, but it, it's, I, I think it's, it is in the industry as far as that goes. The major thing that, that McCall just kind of punched on is that, we have vision that is looking forward. And that's the important part that we look at with uh, customers because, you know, they're preoccupied with just, you know, kind of like putting out the fires or something like that. We're actually preoccupied about trying to not prevent fires or to get ahead of the fire. So the regulations that are, that are coming into the industry haven't really been that tough. I mean, you look at the manufacturing stuff like that. It's uh, it's it's pretty uh, you know pretty basic, and there's going to be a lot more a lot more to it going forward, and that's where we've developed some some of the modules and applications that are integrated into our hardware 
as, as soft tools that allow uh, are all built for growers, all built for cultivators, the management team, the operation team, the maintenance team, they all get information that's going to help them in their management from day to day, week to week, month to month in their operation. And it keeps them on target at all times. The biggest, some of the biggest challenges is the controlled environment. You know, agriculture is all about controlling that environment totally for the different uh, genetics they have in those uh, grow rooms. And every grow room generally has anywhere from six to, you know, 30 different genetics or, you know, varieties of plants in there. Well, guess what? They all grow a little different. Mm -hmm. They all need to be treated a little bit independently. And the fact is, if you want to optimize the benefits for each variety of plant, you're going to have to do something unique for that particular, you know, that particular area that's growing or something like that. So we've developed, you know, technology that, that basically a grower can just set up and he can set up his recipe when he loads his racks up or something like that. He just has to punch in the variety and the system will automatically set up the profiles. So all of the variables in the room and being able to adjust the lighting in any one of those areas, what we call it zones that will be able to facilitate that particular you know, uh, genetic that they're trying to get the best result from because every one of those are different. We've had people say that is a game changer. Well, that's what we are doing. Mm -hmm. We are doing game changing things every day because it needs it. This industry is very, very competitive. It's going to get more competitive and it's going to be, a, you know, it's going to be a, we'll call it a, a race to the, you know, the stars or something like that. The people that get there, the people that will win are the people that will have it figured out that they need to have a plan that changes all the time. They can't throw something up and expect it to produce and continue to produce at some rate at the same profit margin. It's not going to happen. Costs are going to go up. The, you know, the price of the products are going to come down. So your total operating cost has to be attended to right up front. That will make or break customers going forward. Guess what we say to people? And that's what we bring to the table. We're talking about how to control your cost, how to maximize your yield, and then how to continue to grow that with different expansions of your products as well as ours. Now, I'm really excited to ask you guys more about your vision for the future. But before we get to the future, I want to talk about the present. Tell me what the total growth solution is. Could you walk me through step-by-step step how it works? Sure. Um, total growth solution really begins, um, you know, it has, it has multifacets to it, but really, um, as we all know, cultivating and growing in a, you know, controlled environment and cannabis um, or any crop, it's everything is integrated and, and everything is integral to its, uh, to each other. Um, lighting, the environment, CO2, temperature, soil, EC, um, you know, how, how everything's being, being, being operated and, and really what the light levels are, what you're growing, the change, the season that you're growing in and, you know, what, what stage you are with your crop. So all of that is integral together and, um, being able to fine tune and have lighting that can integrate and adapt to those changing conditions and really evolve and really deliver a, the ability to, um, I'll say crop steer or really 
tune that crop to what you and give you the tools and capabilities to really maximize what you're growing in that environment with everything integrated together is, is essentially a total growth solution. And so we have advanced LED lighting. Um, that lighting has no um, local ballast on it. So we have removed all of the power supplies and all of that excess heat uh, out of the grow rooms and off of the lighting fixtures. Um, what that does is it eliminates any need for dimming wires to be run to every single fixture. We now have a platform for complete digital control over all of those fixtures and everything that they're doing. So now cultivators can create zones and dim the lights and have complete freedom to map out what they need to do based on what they're growing in that space. Um, build into that uh, environmental sensors that are now monitoring those zones that the, the plants are growing in, in those lights. And now you can start to tailor your PPFD and your light levels based on the soil and microclimates and CO2 and temperature and all of those things that are happening in that particular space. Now you have that ability to start to really optimize and develop recipes and steer that crop and really build a complete growing ecosystem that you have full control over and you can monitor and you can record and you can build now a knowledge base around what you did that time to develop a successful um, growth on that particular strain or crop that you grew. And then you can build on that and really repeat that and, and develop that and start to really develop and maximize your, as Gary said just a second ago, you know, over time, your, your, your costs to grow are going to go up and the profit and the, you know, the, the price of the product eventually will come down and, you know, there'll be set changes and regulations, but having that ability to really optimize what you're doing, maximize your yields, you now can minimize your operating costs and maximize your profits. You now have a, our digital platform also can be adapted and changed to regulations. So we have all of the information and knowledge around not only the, the lighting and the environment and it's you know kept and you have databases, but you can now verify um, to regulations on what you're doing. You can adapt to changing regulations and change the, you know, pro programmatically change what you do to, to meet those changes in regulations and and uh, good manufacturing practices and you know requirements that don't even exist yet from the FDA and all these other you know regulatory regulatory bodies that that may come in. So really, our total growth solution is this this really um, future of lighting integrated with environment and monitoring with fully integrated controls. Um, again, all of those ballast heat and local drivers are centrally located and put into a platform that can be digitally controlled. Um, you don't re require, it simplifies the whole installation because you don't need dimming wires anymore. Um, everything is just um, really become a, a, we call it a lighting as a platform that really enables you to have a, a full digital control and software application layer built on top of it, tied into the environmental monitoring to really deliver this um, total growth solution. You say there's a glaring gap of knowledge and, you know, it's easy to make a lot of mistakes really quick. So how closely do you work with clients during the installation process and then afterwards as they try and optimize their business? 
we're there 100% with them all the time. So one of the things that we'll start with is that we will tell a customer that we're going to pull our chair up to your table and we're going to work with you right through the process itself. We'll be here when you start up, but we'll also be here, you know, before and after that startup. There's a lot of work you have to do on both ends of that. And it's important to get things done at the right, the right time and the right way. And some of the things that we're able to do is because one of the things with our lighting as a platform is a digital platform, then basically we are networked lighting. So we have full, you know, 24-7 access to our lighting. We can do it remotely and on site, as well as the customer can do that. So that allows a, a very uh, a very close relationship in terms of what's going in, how's it going in, how do you incrementally start something up, how do you commission it? There are there are companies out there that are just blown away by the fact that these things are lined up the way we line them up, the way we develop the commissioning strategy together, the way we start these things up both on site and off site remotely. Uh, just leave a lot of people just saying, wow, how come other people haven't done it that way? We say, well, we're telling you and, you know, and you tell other people, that's the whole, the whole way we're going about the business. But that's really the, the, the key to our business is no one is ever a past customer. Everyone's a customer for basically forever with us because we stay involved with them in terms of, you know, configuration. I'll give you an example over the last uh, few months, we've gone into a lot of customers and upgraded uh, their, uh, their, their modules, their software modules that we've got in there to add more value to them based on what they need. And we've got a, a number of different things we develop based on you know, feedback from customers or something like that. So it might be scheduling, it might be more uh, you know, strain control in terms of different recipes or master recipes. It may be energy related in terms of energy conservation or more energy records or retention. Because a lot of these companies get uh, rebates or incentives based on energy efficiency. So the utility companies will come in, they'll want to do an audit. Every system that we've got in, when, when, the, when the energy companies come in, the utility companies come in, they said, we're going to just look at the TSR grow you know, records because they're tracking everything for us. Whereas they go to other places, they have to put in meters and other measurements to try to get that information. So we, we've, we've got a lot of benefits going with some of the utility companies because they see it as something that's being monitored all the time. And they can look at our records and they're retain, you know, retained forever. So that's the other part of our connection is that because we're networked, a digital network to the uh, clients, and we keep all the records in the cloud, but we, you know, and we, there's no limit on the record retention, you know, by the customer. So that's an extreme value. It's going to be, you know, continue to gain more value as time goes on, not for every customer, because now they'll look at what did they do that performed well, what didn't, and then how do they keep, you know, dialing it so they get better, better results for less cost. And that's what it's always going to be. It's going to be a changing dynamic going on all the time. And there's no question that we've got our arms around this today. But we're, we're talking our take today technology is just suited for tomorrow, too, in the future. And that's the way we have to look at it. We're not selling anything ever and said, it's done, we'll move on. Everything we do, and we're going to have an upgrade platform for everything that we bring out, that's reversed, you know, you can, you can, you can put it on the older 
technology, if you will, you can upgrade the older technology to be you know, up to date, just like a computer software, you're refreshing stuff. That's very important in this business. And it's, it's the kind of thing that will make or break a lot of co you know, companies and everyone that works with us is going to make them. That's the way we talk. How many installations do you have in North America? Uh, we got over a thousand. Um, you know, oh I, it, it, you know, I've, it, 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 it's a big, it's a big base. Uh, we're the most digitally installed, uh, you know, company in in the, in this business at all. I mean, we're we're way ahead of even the largest companies. I mean, there's a lot of companies that have a lot of hardware products out there, but no one touches us in terms of uh, installed, uh, you know, installations and especially, you know, network stuff. There's, you know, we're the only ones that really have that space right now. So how big is the company? I mean, to have a seat at all of those tables, I feel like that takes an incredible amount of manpower. Well, it takes the right manpower. It's not, it doesn't have to be a large quantity, but it's got to be the right manpower. And because we are all networked together and we're virtual, and we got people around the country that live in different, you know, different parts of the country. So we don't need, you know, 50 people in, in one building. You know, we're kind of spread, you know, spread all around or something like that. But again, the virtual uh, working spaces that are going on right now for everyone, we've been using that for, you know, since day one. Well, but, and all of the, plat well, you know, every installation, we, we monitor remotely. So we have mm -hmm. dashboards so we can monitor. We get alarms if something, if, if one of our light systems, you know, has a blip or an alarm, we can notify the customer before they even notice they have an issue or, Hey, you might want to check your, you know, your room is running a little hot or, Hey, you know, you might want to check this module and, you know, maybe uh, see if you need to swap it out. So a lot of all of these are preventative maintenance and, and by being digitally connected um, by having advanced uh, some of the most advanced led lighting uh, on the market um, that is in their grow rooms connected to this digital platform that we can, monitor and give them software that allows them to really build recipes and really completely control all of that lights. We, as part of that warranty and service and support, we're actually integrated all the time and we're, we're monitoring all of those things. So we're constantly talking to them and, Hey, check this. Oh, Hey, you know, and so we're, you know, it's a, it's a proactive approach and um, it's just part of, this is part of how we, how we've always gone about doing business is really being, integrated and, and involved. We, we don't, we don't just drop off a pallet on your loading dock and, and, and walk away. It's, it's just not, you know, a, that's not how we do business that B it's not the, that's not how you get to being in business for 13 years and, you know, really being uh, an integral part to, to this, to this space and being an important, um, you know, an, an important solution to this space that success doesn't come with those kinds of things. And, you know, when you mention, well, there's a lot of companies that have come and gone, it's, it's that kind of a mentality. It's to, Hey, I want to make a quick buck because this is a great opportunity and I'm in and then boy, I'm out because I didn't realize what it took or, you know, the next, the next big thing came along to, to, you know, to, to replace them. And then those, you know, they're going to get replaced again, but we, you know, when we have this integrated solution that we are, you know, we're, we become a part of the customer and we're, we're vested in their success. Their success is our success. So that's, that's really how we go to business. And that's, that's why we've been successful. The preventative maintenance, you know, combined with staffing and labor issues, not just in this industry, but all industries, it has to offer incredible peace of mind for the client. 
if they only understood that, you know, it's, it's funny. <laughs> a lot of them don't look at maintenance. They don't, they don't have that in their budget, believe it or not. I mean, they just, they don't understand it. So again, that's part of our, our goal is to educate them and say, look, guys, uh, you got a brand new car. You have to take it to a service station. Sometimes it's not scheduled. Same thing's going to happen in your facility. There will be things that will break. What are you going to do about it? And how are you going to do it? Something like that. So you better have your eyes and ears all put together so you're not going to get surprised because one outage for just a, a few hours uh, can be, you know, several hundred thousands of dollars real quick and, uh, and a lot of other work wasted. So it's, uh, it's the kind of thing that is so valuable. And it's, it's an excellent question because we ask the customers, you know, what are you going to do if something breaks? We ask them that. Mm-hmm. And they say, well, what do you mean? You know, so they just haven't thought about it. Yeah. So when we do talk about it, it's one of those value things that that we'll ask a customer for confirmation. Do you understand the value of this? And after we go through it, they'll check their head. Absolutely. Doesn't 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 sound like we should not look at this and, and look at it as a value. Even the startup and the maintenance and the we call it when you clean up a room or something like that. There's certain things you can do in terms of, you know, preventive maintenance, there's nothing, it's just normal things you should be doing, but we know in this industry, they don't do them. So if you've got a monitor or a sensor, they should all be checked or calibrated. And that's something that, again, the industry doesn't do. They slap something up and they think it's gonna be right forever, but it's, it's a measurement device that's gonna have variables to it, it's gonna shift or something like that. Well, we tie this all together so that we can keep everything calibrated. We can keep it, everything's up to date, everything's certified because one of the things with GMP standards is that you have to check and balance everything at different periods of time. You just can't let it go until it stops or it breaks or something like that. And that conditioning and that mentality is what we're bringing into the industry. And that's, that's the thing that I think we get a lot of credit for is they finally realize that I'm just so glad that we had this kind of capability. We didn't believe or didn't think about using it, but once they get into it, so yeah, well, we 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 saved a bundle or we stopped something from happening. So it, it's a good thing. Is Total Grow only for new builds, or do you retrofit existing facilities as well? We do both. I mean, it's obviously the there's a great movement in the new build because of just the industries expanding and stuff like that, but. Now that there are a number of, uh, you know, of facilities that have been out there for a number of years, there's a lot of, we'll call it HPS inst- installations mm-hmm. that, you know, the energy, the energy is killing them and the maintenance for those products is killing them. And they want to take advantage of, again, some of the flexibility and capability and controllability of our technology. Because again, LED lighting is not the answer. LEDs are different. Every company is different. You know, there's no two companies that have the same thing. And we want to make sure when we talk to people, it's TSR Grow LED lighting that is the difference. Everyone else, I had this customer say to me yesterday, it's old school. Old school is just lights that you plug in, you can turn them on and off. You know, advanced LED lighting from TSR Grow is the way of the future and is the way of companies really succeeding in this business. And customers are saying that. I'm just quoting customers now. I love it. Uh, I just love to hear that kind of feedback. So how is your LED solution different from other LEDs on the market? 
Well, right off the right off the bat, it's it's not a it's not a fixture. It's not a piece of hardware. It's a complete environment. So it was the things that some of the things that 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 the McCall hit on was that we're looking at all of the ecosystem. So all of the sensor technology is our sensor sensor technology coming into our hub. We call it our grow hub, which is part of our lighting platform. It's our digital platform, and then we have all of the Parameters were tied into the HVAC, were tied into you know the watering, irrigation, were tied into the CO2, the air movement, even moving racks, plant you know plant scheduling, people scheduling. We have that all tied together, so that it's all integrated. That's the difference. And then we have the future, you know, proofing going forward to other modules, of software developing, the 24/7 digital monitoring. The network control, we have a net, network control system that ties all these facilities together. We monitor all these facilities. These are all differentiating things in this industry, and it's all driven by TSR Grow. One of so, the things oh, that really, sorry, I just, you know, one of the things that really makes that possible is, again, um, around our advanced LED lighting, we have actually, we've centralized all the power for that lighting central in, in the facility. So none of the grow rooms actually have a power supply or a ballast or a driver in them. But everything, all that power is centralized into large scale power servers mm -hmm. that from which can take, they're the most efficient in the market. They can take all the 483 phase directly in, and then we convert that into, um, into DC and distribute that from a central location out to the light fixtures. And so really that core piece is decoupling the power from the fixture. And now we can distribute power to the fixture based on what the grower wants to do and what they need to do in that particular space on what they're growing. And by centralizing that, we can distribute it to the lights independent of you know, a local ballast or confined by a local ballast that's on the fixture. And now we can give them all of those digital controls and software that allows them to control those ballasts to distribute that light based on what they want to do in each zone and how they want to grow. And then we bring in the sensors, which then can monitor everything that's going on in those zones to give intelligent feedback to really maximize and develop a recipe around what happens in that space. So that advanced lighting with that central power and that digital uh, control and software platform is really what makes our, you know, that that's our advanced LED lighting solutions. Do you manufacture both the LED fixtures and the power servers? We design and manufacture all of our own solutions. We have our own software team in-house. We develop applications. Um, we design and, and develop, we've developed our whole supply chain now that we've developed for 13 years from components, actually we have our own manufacturing where we consign all of the all of the materials. Actually, um, we control that supply chain um, from top to bottom, all the way down, um, developing all the applications. Um, we have a you know we have a factory where we're assembling all the power supplies and and all of the cabinets, you know, and all the configurations that go out to customers and you know with complete installation manuals and work with all the electricians and the installers to basically put this whole package together to make it a complete seamless installation and transition from, you know, construction all tied into the construction schedules or what's going on in the space. And, um, you know, that rolls out for, 
uh, all the way through commissioning, light up, uh, and then, you know, beyond in terms of monitoring and support. How have you guys been able to navigate some of the supply chain issues that have been hitting other people, other manufacturers in the industry? I think I will let him talk about that because I'll, I'll tell you, I'll just very my, well, I will say very well. Um, Mikhail's the guy that's been able to do it though. He's been doing this probably for about the biggest part of 20 years. So he's got a down path. We, we know, we know how to navigate, um, actually pretty well. We know, um, you know, back channel, I don't say back channels, but we know side channels around channels and direct channels and how to, how to move things and get things done. We've been working in the space and actually have a relationship with not only LED chip manufacturers and, you know, material manufacturers for that, you know, for going on a significant time frame that we, we just know um, we, we have relationships that help, um, you know, help navigate um, shortages that, you know, that may be there to make sure we get allocations. Um, and then to be honest, we, um, um, a lot of the, a lot of our, our solution is based on um, a lot of old school lighting. I'll, I'll just stick with that term, old school lighting with the local ballast. Um, all of those little ballasts, I mean, some fixtures have like five or six ballasts in them. I, I, it just boggles my mind that you put that many ballasts on a fixture where one little driver could fail and your whole fixture is out. But all of those have chips and lots and lots of components. So you, those uh, supply chains are actually magnified significantly when you have that many components on a fixture that not only don't help your intelligence and don't really help the solution very well, but also inhibit some of those items. So when we have in our supply chain and our, uh, our you know, large scale power servers, they're actually, um, they're not susceptible to the same shortages. And um, so we've, with that, with our supply chain knowledge and our, you know, design and vertical integration, we've been able to navigate that very well. You have a couple of case studies on your website. It's, I believe, Gibby's Garden and uh, Metaflower Organics based out of Rhode Island. Could you talk a little bit about those case studies and how you were able to help those clients in particular? Sure. Yeah. And, and we just, uh, you know, there's a number of them that um, I think we'll send you another. We, we just finished one, uh, Bountiful Farms in Massachusetts. They're, um, you know, uh, uh, another, uh, you know, another uh, cannabis um, uh, trophy winner and, uh, you know, just the names, you know, the, the the size and scope of installations go on and on. But go ahead, Gary. No, no, I was just saying there's there's many of them, but on the like on Gibby's, they're a good story because it's a family run operation, mom, dad and, and son. And they uh, well, they were the first uh, in Massachusetts. Uh, they were the first micro grower uh, and, and uh, basically they've got a lot of PR and, and, and exposure in the in the state. And everyone goes to them and talks to them about how'd you do this and how'd you get through it. But you know, the way we sat down with them, actually, I, I recall one of the meetings I was at, I met them in their kitchen mm. and uh, they had, they had the notebooks out and the pad and they were talking about what they had planned on doing and how they wanted to do it. And they just said, oh, how can you guys help us? And I said, good news. This is what we do. This is how we do it. This is how we're going to hold your hand and work with you all the way through. And we were over there uh, last week um, talking to them uh, with another customer, a prospective customer, and asking them, would they mind you know, telling them about their experience? And it's a great, it's a great listen because 
they're very positive about you know what they've done, their own you know their own dedication and drive and um, and commitment, but they they're very nice about you know highlighting the fact that TSR Grow has been there every step of the way, and we continue to work. You know, I mean, it never stops. I mean, when we work start with somebody, it does not stop, and we've we've you know we're doing some additional development, some additional expansion, you know, with them. And they are, they are actually spokespersons for these smaller growers. And they have a number of outreach programs, and they're very accessible to other growers that ever needed help or guidance or something like that. They're very transparent. And they talk about all the different things they've gone through, the struggles, you know, the challenges, and, uh, and the fact that they, uh, they've done something that they're, they should be very proud you know, of. And they're expanding, you know, they continue to expand. So it's, uh, it's just a, a, a wonderful story about a, a hardworking family that, uh, that made it happen over three years. Actually, it's probably more like five years for them, but actually, you know, the building and growing and stuff like that. And, and we've got all kinds of sizes of companies like that and, and large and small that we have been, we've been part of that. And, you know, McCall and I will look at each other and say, you know, you know, Tom, Dick, and Harry, or whoever it might be, they call at different times or something like that, and he and I will laugh. And uh, yep, they still call. They still call us, but that's okay. You know, we we like that because it's it's just part of our business. We're just one big family. That's the way we like to look at it. And I I tell you, it's I mean, I I've, I've been doing this for a long time. I tell you, I enjoy every day when I get up because I know it's going to be another fun day. Every time I meet a customer, it's a fun time. I tell them that. I said, look, I'm enjoying this. You don't know what you're doing. I can help you. Or you know what you're doing. I can still help you. And I'm having fun about it. But I'm learning every day at the same time. We don't know it all. And every the reason we learn is because every one of our customers, they're different. Every one of their facilities is different. And we look at it with an open mind about how are we going to help these folks be successful? And this is just a fun deal, fun deal all the way around. Gary, do you enjoy it more with the customers that know what they're doing or the customers that don't know what they're doing? I, I think, you know, obviously the people that know what they're doing, is, <laughs> it, yeah. you know, because you, they can see the values and understand the values sooner. I mean, there's no question about that. But it is rewarding to work with people that, that really didn't, didn't understand that much and see them get through it. Now it's a lot of work on our part uh, because, and I, and, you know, I think we all have these discussions that sometimes we, you know, we might try to help people that just aren't going to make it. We, I mean, we try to be polite about that and say, I don't think it's going to work or something, but uh, at the same time, we invest a lot in people because it is the, is our, our motto is to build the image of this industry. This is not about, you know, TSR Grow being the brightest star around here, something like that. We do want to be a contributing member uh, to the cannabis industry. We want to be able to look back and say in five years, you know, I was part of this. I mean, this medicinal capability of the product is not even being tapped yet, okay? This will be the new pharmaceutical industry of plants, plant-based products or something like that. They will be doing some wonderful, wonderful things for treatment of all kinds of ailments or something like that. You know, 
I think we're all going to be feeling pretty good that we're part of that. And when we talk to customers, we'll say the same thing to them. You know, in five years, you're going to be, you're going to be feeling good about what you did. And a lot of people in this business got into it or are getting into it because they have experienced problems with, we'll call it other pharmaceutical drugs or something like that, that they wanted to get off. They wanted a relative to get off or something like that. They looked into alternatives and, and cannabis products actually helped a lot of their you know, relatives or families or something like that and made them want to get into the industry again to be part of it. So I think it's a it's it's really a once in a lifetime opportunity to really you know be a facilitator for a lot of the good things that are happening in this business. And I think ultimately we'll be able to look back and say there's thousands of people that we have affected positively. They've benefited. They've grown. They've established more more business for themselves. They've employed a lot more people. They have other people in the community. They're going to be contributing more. And, and that's the thing that, you know, Mikhail and I and our whole team, I'm, all of our people, it's, it's never just one or two. It's, we're, we're really a, a company of equals in our, in our company. And we all look at it the same way. And we'll get feedback from, you know, customers saying, hey, you know, by the way, I was talking to Gail or I was talking to, you know, Tony or I was talking to David or I was ta- talking to these. These guys, are, you know, gals are great. I mean, you, how do you get all these good people? And it really comes down to when we talk to people, it's about joining the company, not coming to work for a company. Mm-hmm. You're going to be part of the company. You're going to be part of the face. And you have to make the same kind of commitment that we do to our customers because we want the customers always to be first. And, and if we do that, we would definitely succeed all the time. And we're, you know, we're just very excited about what we do. We're very happy about what we've already done. And we're even excited about what's in front of us because it's so many opportunities and so many customers that need help and so many existing customers that need to do it better that we're here for them and, and want to work with them. You mentioned cons- consistency earlier. Um, with that, as well as yield and efficiency, do you have stats uh, that you share with prospective clients in terms of uh, improvements they could see or in terms of an ROI? Absolutely. Um, we have, we have data, we have, uh, statistics, um, and, um, we have, uh, a, a number of pieces of information that we, we share with customers. And a lot of that comes down to not only knowing how they grow now and where they're looking to grow and how they're looking to evolve, um, whether they're converting from HPS or they're starting new, whether they're doing single level or multi-level, are they, you know, are they looking at rigid um, grow periods of, you know, of, you know, eight to ten weeks? Or are they going to let each strain really develop and 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 uh, maximize and, and grow to its potential? And if they've got a twelve strain, a twelve week strain, let it grow for twelve weeks versus ten, you know, sharp cutoff. All of those things are important. It also comes down to how the facility is designed. Do they have enough CO2? Do they have enough uh, fertigation and nutrient uh, feeding? How's the HVAC and dehumidification? And then really what are the PPFD targets and light levels that they're looking to target on the, on the plant? So some growers may be comfortable with eight or, eight or 900 PPFD. Some want 1,200 or 1,500 PPFD. Um, and so it's all about how then do we deliver those micromoles and those photons to the canopy uh, to what they need to do to uh, and then 
meet the, you know, uh, uh, to be able to augment the CO2 and, and the fertigation that they wanted, that they want to deliver. But, um, you know, I would, you know, cannabis, whether it's, whether it's, and then it comes down to the spectrum as well. And so the spectrum in our fixtures and, you know, having far red that really augments the, you know, the, the flowering and, you know, in the later stages and making sure there's the right ratios of reds and blues and vegetation. Um, and then, you know, in, in cloning. So spectrum is a big key thing that, you know, um, we've been, we've been worked on and have been talking about for quite some time, but, uh, you know, there's um, some, some companies are just starting to really focus on that space. So all of those come together um, and from our, you know, from working with our customers, they always uh, meet or exceed their targets, where they're coming from and what they're doing. Um, you know, and in cannabis, we, we see cultivar, you know, cultivators getting and, and customers getting anywhere from, you know, 85 to 125 grams per square foot. Um, and, you know, very, very commonly, but a lot of it comes down to it's a system and it's an approach and how, how do they do it? And we have, we bring them into existing customers and they can talk and, you know, share stories about how they grow. And really almost any one of our customers opens their door and is willing to talk to them about the benefits that they've seen under our solutions and how this helped them and what they're getting and, you know, how they could get more and really sharing, share knowledge and sharing and information sharing, because we believe that um, if we all work together and share information, we can all get better. Um, there's nothing, there's nothing more important than really opening your doors and, and, and really cooperating in this space because there's a lot of, there's a lot of business to go around. So we, we encourage that with our customers We're, we do that with, with prospective customers. And, and that's why we're also quite successful because, uh, you know, people will say to us, geez, I can't believe, you know, we could go into so many places or talk to so many people, you know, usually doors are closed. So it's, it's, we've really built a built up an ecosystem of, of like-minded customers and, and, um, and, you know, a knowledge base around us. Is there an average ROI that you share? And is there, do you, um, is there both the initial equipment purchase and then is there like a subscription or annual subscription fee, something like that to be a part of that ecosystem? Yeah, so, um, yeah, we'll look at both. Uh, let me just answer it real quick: is that ROI is is all dependent on the you know on the facility itself. So there's no average number or something like that. Okay. But it is important to look at ROI and uh, understand what that really is. And again, we spend right up front when we're talking to clients, we spend time on that and say, look, these are your these are going to be your costs. These are going to be your fixed costs. These are going to be your rolling costs. Your overhead. These are things that you have to look at in terms of potential rework or losses that you have to put a factor in there, something like that. And we try to get them to, you know, just get bare knuckles, look at the real numbers. And they may have a number in mind, we're going to double it in terms of a cost, for an example, because it's going to happen. You just, you can't, you can't, uh, you know, blow up the numbers. I mean, it's just going to bite you on the, you know, on the tail or something like that. It's going to be a problem. ROI is, um, you know, there's incentives, uh, significant incentives, some utilities. Um, We, you know, we work closely uh, with customers and getting them some of, you know, uh, in some cases, millions of dollars of incentives and rebates based on the projects and what they're doing. But um, a lot of incentives uh, uh, help enable and bring an ROI down to even, so some of the incentive packages and rebates look at all the costs together and, um, and the target is to make an ROI 
um, payback within, you know, within a year, so to speak. And that's what, that's what the industry is looking at, you know, on an average, but I'll say this, that, you know, more importantly than ROI is what can you really get out of your grow and what can you yield? Because, you know, 5% more yield or 10% more yield, your ROI is now six months or, you know, seven months and, and, and blown out of the water. So really focusing on what can you do and how do you do it more successfully? And how do you bring the best solution and tools to the table so that you can have a successful grow and outcome? That is really far outpaces. That's going to drive your ROI um, significantly because if you choose the right solution and you go about it the right way, there's, there's really no limit to what you can maximize in terms of your return on profits and what you're growing. You had mentioned new product development. Do you have anything that you're currently working on that uh, you could maybe tease? And then I also wanted to talk before we got out of here, you'd mentioned your vision for the future. So I wanted to get A, what are you guys working on? And B, what is this vision for the future? Sure. We're, we're, um, I'll just quickly go and Gary can go as well, but the, um, you know, our vision, our vision for the future are, or I'll just say our, our new products really we're, we're focused heavily on, um, uh, on solutions, um, that are really integrated into, uh, on the digital platform and really bringing more, tools and, um, and software solutions to customers that tie into this total growth solution to give them more capabilities to really maximize their growth. We're continuously developing um, new light solutions and lighting fixtures um, and driving, you know, driving the, the limits in terms of uh, uh, micromoles, you know, f- efficacy and, 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 and targets and really ma- and developing new fixtures and, and, and new solutions for both vertical uh, we've got a new product coming out for top lighting as well as uh, vertical solutions and cloning. So we, we are, we're always evolving on the hardware side, but really where the, where the future is and where the growth is, is we're excited about the new software tools that we're going to be rolling out. And the benefit is that by having this digital platform, we can retroactively roll back. Customers get upgraded automatically, you know, new software, new solutions, new capabilities, that's built into the system for life. And, you know, there's not, there's not some exorbitant monthly fees or anything to be part of this ecosystem. We're a solution and we're just here to help you succeed into the future. And that, that's really what we're excited about. And, and it doesn't cost, the, the value is there. It, it's, you know, it's not this pay to play. You know, we're, we're there to be participant and help everybody play. I think a, a couple on that is that, um, Regulations obviously are a moving target, but it's it's going to be more extreme in things like environmental, uh, you know, control and uh, waste products and emissions. So there's going to be, I'm, I'm sure, there's going to be more uh, requirements on uh, CO2, for example. Uh, obviously, growing a product, uh, you know, such as this, is a lot of CO2 used and also escapes. So it's just a matter of time before regulations start you know, clamping down on us. So there'll be CO2 recovery systems. Uh, there's obviously uh, water, water treatment, water recovery systems. Uh, any, anything that causes a waste, even uh, uh, media and, and fertilizer and something like that, uh, that's all going to be, uh, you know, it's all going to be managed differently. And those are all things that we're looking at in terms of uh, 
you know, products and solution development. And really a lot of that development comes down to applications and uh, uh, facilities that will track, manage, measure, you know, monitor and keep people within specified ranges of uh, acceptable emissions, if you will, to the point where they're just going to cut it down. Then ultimately also the energy consumed is going to get more and more, you know, rigorous in terms of uh, how many watts per square foot. And uh, that's going to put a lot of people that are going to be challenged to that. And we've already built in ways to control that and be able to adapt uh, the, uh, you know, the system so that they can operate more efficiently going forward. So it's, um, you know, a lot of these forward thinking things that, that we are investing in, uh, we're, you know, we're putting the money in, we're putting the development in, and we're doing the beta sites to do the testing and validation are all things that we're also putting into regulatory discussions. We're talking to a lot of the regulators, both uh, you know, nationally as well as state level, uh, to make sure that they know what we're doing and we know what they're doing, they're thinking about doing. And uh, so I think that's the thing that is the biggest uh, safety you know, margin that we give customers is that they're always gonna have TSR grow working with them and be able to handle that future stuff. And they, I don't believe you're gonna get that kind of commitment you know, from other folks out there. And um, that's what we've at least been told by customers. So I think that's the valid point that we use for feedback. No, I hear that a lot where people wanna, they wanna run to regulation because it's a little bit, you know, there's the legitimacy there, but then you hear people on the other side that say, well, with that regulation is coming a heap of operational trouble. Yeah. Well, and that's uh, that's the opportunity because we actually can adapt to that, and um, we can programmatically change uh, power, you know, power densities and watts per square feet, and all of those things, and reprogram the whole system to meet those regulations and requirements, and also be verifiable, um, and you know, and also be, you know, essentially a compliance center with all of the data that we have. Excellent. Well, I know that I've taken up a lot of your time today and I really do appreciate you guys uh, joining me today. You know, before we get out of here, is there anything else that you want to make sure that the CEN listeners out there know about TSR? Well, I'll tell you what, they need to know our website. It's uh, www.tsrgrow.com. And okay. uh, give, us a, give us a yell. There's plenty of information on our website. We've got questionnaires on there. We have contact numbers. You can meet us directly. And by the way, so we're a direct sale company, all right? We don't sell through agents or distributors. So you're dealing with uh, the, you know, the company that stands behind the, you know, the equipment, the services, the support, and stuff like that. Whatever you get for an answer, it'll be backed up all the time because we, we're going to give customer satisfaction first. So give us a call. We can help you out. We can work with you. We can partner with you. Look forward to it. I appreciate the uh, very much having us on, you know, uh, on your show and, um, you know, working with you and uh, being a part of your publication and, and really anybody, um, you know, we're, we're here, we're, we're excited to, to work with anybody big and small and um, everybody gets the same level of uh, service support and, and product. Um, so we're, um, you know, we're, we're excited to, uh, to be a part of your network and, uh, and collaborate with you. Well, and before we get out of here, I always like to say, please make sure to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. You can also help us out a lot by leaving the podcast a positive review on whatever platform you use. Finally, if you want to reach me, you can reach me at david at cannabisequipmentnews.com. 
Mikhailandgary.com. All right. Mikhail and Gary, thank you so much for your time today. I really do appreciate it. I'm David Manti. This is the Cannabis Equipment News Podcast. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Cannabis Equipment News Podcast.